we've all been through craziness and i mean as much as i learned from 2020 uh, i'm ready for 2020 to straight go to hell and bring on 2021 <laughs> continuously use the prism of red or blue to justify our actions, our inactions, our natural bias, or our own opinions. Instead of using the premise of right or wrong, we are all screwed. All right, well, welcome to Now Remember Podcast, all things entrepreneurship, people who just take life and kick it square in the ass. My special guest, King Iso, man. I can't tell you how excited we are to have you in the studio and how pissed off my wife is that she's not here. Uh Oh, yeah, I got a few text messages on that. Um, you know, this podcast has always been all about people from around here who do big things, mm-hmm. who, uh, just to show all the kids and all the people out there that, that they can make their life, whatever they want it to be, right. that they have the power in their own hands, no matter where they're at, especially from here, right in the Midwest, they mm-hmm. can do something big and pack people around them mm-hmm. and, and give hope. And I think that's what I told you when I was messaging with you that yeah. your story gives hope. And, and I just, I'm very interested to hear the story, mm-hmm. um, you know, how you grew up where you graduated from and how you got into mm-hmm. what you're doing now. I mean, you just got back off tour, which yeah. Yeah. I've never had to wait for a podcast guest oh, to get yeah. off tour before. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Oh, um, so tell me the story. Um, I am a, I'm an army brat. Um, my mom in the service, as well as my stepfather. Um, I was born in Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, we moved around a lot. Um, had a lot of family here. So after being in like Maryland, after Rhode Island for a little while, um, uh, Pennsylvania and Virginia, I believe, a couple other places we uh, came to Omaha. Um, and I've been here for pretty much the majority of my life. Yeah. Um, man, uh, got introduced to music really, really young. Um, just, you know, just music has just been something that's ran in my family, you know what I mean? And also like being involved in church. Um, a pastor um, at the church we went to called King of Glory. He gave my mom, uh, well, he gifted me like an organ. Yeah. And uh, my aunt Stephanie, um, she uh, taught me how to like uh, play piano, like pretty much like it was weird because she played by ear and yeah. like she kind of showed me like the same thing. So like musically, I just became inclined just by ear. Nice. So and also like my stepfather being a super duper like, you know, just music fan, just from hip hop to jazz to everything. He was just schooling me on music. So that like developed my love for it. Um, you know, uh, also like being in like Omaha, Nebraska around like the, you know, um, you know, I, I want to say the, just, uh, you know, the, the street life took a toll as well. You know what I mean? There are where, where I lived at on the North side, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of activity that took place, which a lot of uh, people in my friend group and age group, we got, you know, uh, inadvertently pulled into. Yeah. And we just had to, we had to adapt, you know what I mean, to our environment. So I went through a lot with dealing with that. And also, um, but at the same time, I did exceptionally well in school. But when I had that going on and I had uh, other things going on that played uh, into finding out that I dealt with like mental health issues. Yeah. It took a toll on uh, uh, my early years as a teen and going into a young adult. So uh, uh graduated from North High School. You know what I mean? I did some dope things there um, uh, from um, academic decathlon to uh, to honors classes and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, did uh, some Shakespeare plays, yeah. fucking stage, uh, stagecraft, all that, all that stuff. Um, but then, you know, trying to excel that way and also doing like music technology classes and all of that. I had a whole other life that was pulling me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And dealing with things mentally. Like I had a, a best friend of mine who uh who she was she was murdered, you know what I'm saying? Um 
she was like, she was like the love of my life, my best friend, my heart. Um, she pretty much helped me uncover uh, how to deal with mental health or at least recognizing it. So coming towards or, or getting out of uh, high school um, is when it really started to take its toll. Um, I still was making a lot of music. Uh, a lot of people told me they felt like I could make it. I put my first like official album out at the age of 17. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, it did very, very well. Um, but the guy that put my um, my, my big cousin, uh, Mario, who put my album out, he uh, he was really heavy in the streets. And um, he had a. Uh, he had got hit and had to go to prison for like eight years. So this guy was, this is, this is my mentor at the time. I don't really have any direction. Yeah. Once that kind of fell off, I just got involved into a lot of stuff, man. Fell into like a, a lot of deep depression and, um, um, fell into like drug usage, man. And, um, you know, going in and out of jail in and out of mental hospitals. Um, and then it got to a point where I think I was like 19 or 20, I got petitioned by the board of mental health, which at the time felt like, a very shitty thing. Yeah. And I was mad at everybody who was involved in the petition, including my mom, but it was for the better of me. Yeah. So being under the board of mental health for a while, man, like pretty much like you can't leave, you're into this facility, you had to go to court with inside of this system. And there's like a panel of judges and I'm pleading my sanity and they're like, no, you're going to sit here and you're going to deal with this and you're going to get it right until you're able to transition back into society. And then them telling me I can't work and I have to take this. Yeah. Otherwise they're going to come. It was a, it was a big ring of fucking fire. Yeah. Um, but I did the work. I did all of the group therapy that I need to needed to. Um, I did outpatient treatment for a while and I got to the point where I could wing myself off of meds and I wasn't obviously, you know, catching any cases or anymore due to my negligence of taking care of my mental health. Yeah, I had my uh, my my firstborn son in 2011, and that's when everything just kind of started to click. Yeah, and so um, around that time is when the music started to take off because I got focused. Like having a kid, I don't know what it does for a lot of other people, but I know for the people that it all does the same thing for, like it just kicks you in the high gear. Yeah, I mean it was me. I, I have mm -hmm. sex, and yeah, yeah, man, I know. Yeah. but that was for my kids. That, that that's that's the reason. You know, yeah. for me, it always was like, yeah, when I maybe I would have quit before. Yeah. But now I can't. Oh, yeah, that's exactly and that's how I it felt. Is, and that, that's my reason. Yeah. That, that, that's my why. Yep, so, yeah, exactly. Yep. So as soon as soon as my uh, soon as uh, my son's mom, she gave me the news. It was like, well, I got to figure out something Yeah. like now. So whatever my talents are, whatever my dreams are or my my um, my strengths are, I need to tap into that and I need to get my mental to get together. I need to leave all of this extra bullshit alone and I need to really hone in on what uh what what is important. So I started just killing it musically and next thing you know um i'm getting millions of plays on like youtube and soundcloud and stuff like that and i'm getting looks from people like uh uh like tech nine and stuff like that over the course of time so after i did like a couple independent tours with some guys that i was with um here comes tech nine popping up at one of my shows and um he's like yo what's up like I've been hearing a lot about you. And this is somebody who I modeled my career after, who I've always yeah. respected as an independent giant and just just genius who was always, felt like I, I felt like he wasn't giving his flowers. You know what I mean? Yeah. He has multiple platinum records, um, sellout shows, um, done stuff with the biggest artists, has respect from people like Dwayne Johnson, fucking uh, Elton John, Eminem, has songs with Tupac, like he's done everything. Um, so for this for this guy to come to a show and say, I've been hearing about ISO, I've been hearing about King ISO, I want to hear That's what huge. you got. 
Yeah, we were in Kansas City at the time, just at some at some random bar, you know, like, you know, probably like 50 people there at the show. He's doing shows, like 20,000 people. Like, you <laughs> yeah. come to see me? So it was like, damn, like, it's time. And then we exchanged information. Um, next thing you know, uh, we do a song. It gets put on uh, UFC 3, the video game. Um, with EA, EA Sports, heard the song that we did. They loved it. That turned into, like, yo, I saw they want us to do more music, man. We got to build this up. It took me on a tour. I wasn't signed at the time. Put me in front of tens of thousands of people at a time. You know, like, life is just making a, a 180. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And um, we do this tour. I get all of this. I get all of this love. I built up my internet presence. I've gotten my life together. And uh, shortly after that, a couple months later, they offered me a contract to sign, to sign a strange music. The That's awesome. biggest uh, major independent label in the world. So I, yeah. How was that going from playing for 50 people to 10,000? I mean, that's it's it's a it's a surreal like I can't even put it into words because it's like tech. I remember tech doing those shows with like little to no one there to see what he's built independently outside of the industry with yeah. the utmost respect from the industry Yeah, to to him say. For me being that person in the crowd, you know what I mean? Like how my shows might look right now, you know what I'm saying? Anywhere from like 50 to 500. Um, to watch him go from that and me support him in that, to him take me from what I have and what I do to put me in front of what he's built, it's a it's a humbling, like I can't even, like such, a, such an honor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we've done shit like Red Rocks and when we did Red Rocks last, it was 12,000 plus. Oh my God, that's you know awesome. what I mean? Yeah. And then we did something called uh, Fiddlers, uh, which was like 18 to 20,000 people. And it's, it's like, to, to for him to feel like, you know, I've earned that or I deserve to be up there on that stage with him, it's fucking incredible. You yeah. know what I mean? Considering everything that I was going through, you know, like yeah. five, six, seven years ago, it's just, it seems like yesterday I was homeless sleeping in the park. Now he's like, hey, we're about to do some big stuff with you know i'm like holy shit like what do we you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean so. I make a lot of that i mean all your struggles you went through with the with the depression and, and understanding all that i mean that the the homelessness which been there mm -hmm. makes you appreciate it oh, a whole yeah. different level oh yeah you know and that's and it's something that in how old are your kids you got three you said a little one now too. yeah yeah little one newborn my uh my, my middle one is he's about to be three and my oldest is about to be 10 you know, and that, and it's funny because we always try to do better for our kids than, yeah. than what we had. And you know, my oldest is 21, my youngest is two, so I got to spread. Yeah. And it's the same point, like you want to instill into them that same grat gratitude we have for certain things, but yeah. they also have the same struggle. So it's always been a challenge as a parent, but mm, yeah. keep keep them grounded, keep them yeah. real. Yeah, um, I just think, I think it's important for them to, to actually understand and see in, in real time. Sometimes like you, one, one time... Um, when I was uh, with my uh, with my partner, his name is Fred Ward, super duper dope cat. He uh, he took me under his wing a long time ago. I went to Atlanta to live out of his studio when when I was homeless. I think in like in two thousand and like twelve or thirteen, he drove me down the street in uh in Atlanta, where first he first we went to like Magic City and then we met like we like we met like up with like Ludacris and like some Def Jam people and some of like T.I.'s people. And I got to see all of these fucking Maseratis and Lamborghinis and shit like that. He showed, he did this to me on purpose. After that, we went downtown right around the corner 
And it was like a block where it was just nothing but homeless people. And there's like a thousand of these motherfuckers out there. Yeah. And he was like, this and this. He's, you feel me? He's, he's, he's showing me. He's showing me like, bro, we're, 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 don't, don't forget this. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is where you have and this is where you've been. And then, you know what I mean? Don't get lost in this. And that was the message that I took from that. And it, and it kept me level headed. Yeah. Because like, some people, they come into money or they come into a, uh, a situation that uh, could potentially warrant money yeah. and they lose all of their morality and integrity or their, their moral compass from yeah. where they originally came from. Money, you know cr- I mean? money corrupts. Hell it does. Yeah. It does. And it, it's, it's, and it's money and power corrupts people. Oh, and, yeah. and it's, and I, I get something like, and I, I get so entrenched into that because I was so broke for mm-hmm. so freaking long. Mm-hmm. And you know, my wife gives me shit sometimes my, and my folks when they're around, they're like, quit acting like you're so broke. Oh. I'm like, I go, but I operate on that. Mm-hmm. I operate on that yeah. because I understand that I am blessed beyond measure. Oh yeah. That the good Lord has blessed me beyond measure. Oh, yeah. And if he decides to take it away tomorrow, that that's okay. Yeah. But I just, I'm going to operate like that. I'm not going to operate like I'm some sort of affluent that I'm not. Mm-hmm. And it also keeps my, my moral compass grounded that exactly. way because I don't value money. Right. I mean, we've got to have it. Of course. I have a lot of kids. Yeah. I have three daughters. You don't have daughters. <laughs> I understand. It's it's like I'm a walking ATM slot with mm-hmm. daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. it's it's one of those we have to have it, and but I also value, you know, the time. Mm-hmm. And that's something else that we're trying to and I'm understanding as I get older. I'm trying to work on my business, not as much in my business, and just understand that I have time with the kids. Okay. Something I can't get back. Okay. And and so just a different value structure. And all my kids are like, it's okay to not, I mean, it's okay to want the house and want the cars. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you willing to trade for it? Mm-hmm. And that's why I always tell them, I'm like, understand that those are just things. They don't buy you happiness. I mm-hmm. don't care. Yeah. Money can fix a lot of problems, but it doesn't, it doesn't replace happiness. Oh, it, no. And it doesn't, no, it doesn't fix doesn't. depression. No, it doesn't fi- fix self-satisfaction. No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, it's some of the happiest people I know make 35 K a year yeah. and they're just content. Yeah. And, and, and some, they, some of the, some of the dopest conversations and uh, some of the most um, self-fulfilling conversations of like self-understanding and accepting, um, are with some of the homeless people I used to sit and chat with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, there are some people who don't have anything by choice because of whatever philosophy that they might've adapted for themselves and understanding yeah. that has nothing to do with like laziness or I don't want, no, it's just like, I am at this point and I am accepting of this because boom, boom, bam. Yeah. And it let me know that like, bro, like having anything extra, or you know what I mean, or having a bunch of material things or tangible things, they aren't, they don't equate to that. They don't yeah. equate to, oh, well, I'm happy with this because I know people who deal with the shit slew of fucking mental problems and all, yeah. just strained relationships and just stress and they have millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, You know what I mean? And then I know people who, one bedroom apartment, studio apartment, living their best fucking life. Oh yeah. Feeling like that, you know, 99 Toyota is a fucking Lamborghini. You can't tell them any different. Yeah. And that's the, that's the disconnect. I feel like a lot of people have with money because they see money and they think, Oh, this is going to buy me happiness. Like, no, there's some things I could grant you temporary happiness. You know what I mean? But inside is where it's at. And then I feel like those relationships you have with people like your kids, you know, your loved ones, those, those are things that money cannot buy or replace the time to actually enjoy legacy. Yeah. It's like, what are your kids? I always say, like, we talked about this a lot. What are, what are my grandkids? What do my great grandkids get told about me? Because mm-hmm. I ain't gave me life. Oh, there. yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, that's that's what I care more about. It's yeah. a legacy. Yeah. And, you know, that 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 means as much as anything to me. Oh, yeah. More, well more than, than money does. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as I can put food on the table, mm-hmm. keep a roof over my head, mm-hmm. I'm good. 
or you know just or or set up or set up an um set up a foundation that continues to work and and continue to work until you know um you know one of one of your successors you know what i mean comes and reigns and 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 re and restructures it better for for what their legacy is oh, yeah. from what you laid the groundwork for oh, and that's and that's my kids and that's yeah. funny because my kids are like you know what happens with rexius when you get older i'm mm-hmm. like depends which one of you guys wants to earn it exactly and if you're not interested that's cool like that that's mm-hmm. cool like, what, what makes you happy mm-hmm. allows you to feed your soul and your family at the same time and go do that and that'd be what i do mm-hmm. you do what, what you want to do whatever mm-hmm. that be like my 15 year old son is into gaming that's yeah. his whole thing and yeah i'm like own it yeah. YouTube channel. He's doing yeah. game reviews. Yeah. He's trying to code his own stuff. Like, Run it up. Own yeah. it. Own yeah. it. And and it was everyone's like, "You're cool with that?" I go, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. I go, "One, I'm a nerd. I still play video games. Right. Um, I don't do the new stuff because I can't figure it out. But I play the old <laughs> school games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's it's it's just finding out what makes them happy, feeds mm-hmm. their soul a little bit. And I think it's I think it's awesome how you admit and talk about you know, the mental health awareness because mm-hmm. Chad and I have talked about this a lot. Okay. And we have, there's a mental health crisis in this country right yeah. now and it's it's yeah. it was almost cliche for a long time to never talk about it mm-hmm. yeah and you know it, it's in my family that's mm-hmm. for damn sure and mm-hmm. it's i've been there before where mm-hmm. you know i just wasn't living the my best me and mm-hmm. i was just i thought i had to do xyz to, this is what society wanted me to do right. and right you know it was it was getting no tattoos that were showing because it was a business and, and fuck that you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and, yeah. and go go wear the polo to work or wear the certain tie mm-hmm. do the job you hate because it's what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. and i think it was i was 27 28 mm-hmm. i had six ulcers burst mm-hmm. i was 80 pounds overweight mm-hmm. um they've got me on meds going galore i'm in the hospital and i'm like fuck this right I had a moment with jesus and i just said yeah. i'm done i'm gonna go yeah. do so I, I dropped 80 pounds got off the meds yeah. quit my job sold my house Started my first store, cut my salary 80%. And I'm like, and I was just young enough and dumb enough to do it. I had two little ones at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, screw it, let's go. And it yeah. was just literally that because I, it just, I was valuing money and all the yeah. things society yeah. told me that were important. Yeah. And, and yeah. social media wasn't even as big quite yet. Yeah. You know, this is 09. I'm glad. I'm, you know what's great? It's around the same exact time. I think my first ever Facebook post was either in 2009 or 2010. Yeah. And everybody was like, you need to get on Facebook. And you got so many people that want to connect with you. I was in that same kind of space. So like yeah. the last job I had was a fucking a delivery driver for Jimmy John's. And it was right before, it was 2010. So right around that same yeah. time period. My son was born in 2011. So like, um, I'm busting my ass, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is like before GPS and stuff really started taking off or maybe I just didn't have an up-to-date phone. I was broke <laughs> as shit. And I was like, I gotta, so I was doing exceptionally well. And I just felt like the people there, they just, you know, they knew, you know, my, uh, maybe my criminal past and, um, and uh, just they probably could tell that something wasn't right with me mentally. Yeah. But I always tried to do the right thing. Sure. And I always was on time. Always, I always I, I kicked ass. There was yeah. nobody there that could fuck with me on getting them sandwiches to and from. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like I, I, I had co-workers, which I ain't going to say, you know, they would do often extra shit. I wasn't. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, some places you just get, you know, you get discriminated against no, no matter what you are. Some people just don't. So you're a threat. You know yeah. what I mean? I know a lot of people that over overqualify for yeah. what they do. So, people, you know, and I think I was one of those people. Then we're talking about fucking Jimmy John's. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck are we talking? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how I felt. But so they came up with some bullshit plan to just give a random sandwich test. It wasn't a sandwich maker. I was a sandwich. I was a delivery driver. It was like, yeah. if you get three things wrong on this list, then you're then that that uh, uh, warrants your termination. 
So I'm like, I don't know what the fuck goes on these sandwiches. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I pull up, I take the sandwich to the fucking address that's printed right here, and I continue to, I don't make the sandwiches. Yeah. So they gave me the test, and of course I fucking failed this shit with yeah. flying colors. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I got a fucking son about to be born. And their, their, their uh, a parting gift was, hey, you can just take a sandwich on the house. That's what? when I was like, fuck working for anybody. Yeah. I'm going to... Yeah. Do my music shit and I'm going to, if I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail very fucking hard at it. Yeah. And which means that I'm going to continue to do it until it fucking works. And that's what I did. Everybody looked at me crazy. Like, why don't you go get a real, you know, everybody here's there. Why would you, why would you not go back and try to, because they told me I could like come back and try again. But I was like, you just let me go. Yeah. I don't have 60 days to be fucking around with you guys. Like, I need to figure out something now. Yeah. So it was. You know, I, I'm a producer, so I was selling beats, $25, $50 here, you know, pay the cable here, do this there. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to become self-sufficient enough and build my brand and my catalog up to where I can make a living off of this. And everybody yeah. thought I was fucking crazy. And I would obsess with it, spend all day doing it. I, I fell out of relationships that I was in because of it. And look at me now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like we just have to be overly obsessed with what we want to do. And people have to feel like we're fucking crazy in order for it to happen. And dude, I love I love your social media, man. I mean, when I first started following you, I was like, I mean, it's so inspirational. You talk, you know, not mm -hmm. just mental health, but you talk about just, uh, you know, doing the right, like always doing the right thing. If you feel you're in, th there was one you were talking and talking to people and just being like, hey, don't let people decide who you are. Oh yeah. That was one of my favorite ones. And that's why I was like, dude, I'm an ISO fan. Like, like, yeah. like, that's it. Like I'm, it, it's over for me because I was just like, so intelligent and so well-spoken. And so, and, and I was just like, and then I started listening to your music and I was like, man, he's, he's, he's literally, he's saying these things. Yeah. He's already saying this stuff. What were me? I thought was a great, I was I like, bro, I was like, well, yeah. I, I just, because it, it's such a good positive message, but I wanted to segue a little bit because I've been, your social media now has turned into like, you're like the Hulk now, bro. You're like I'm, in the gym and man, I'm trying, how, man. How, how, <laughs> no, no, but for real, I feel like you've, uh, your mental health struggle, and I think everybody deals with some of that mm -hmm. is never going to end. You know, there's always going right. to be, you're always going to have to work on your yeah. mental, but yeah. people don't know that working on your body is big for the it's, mental. Tell me, tell me. Very, 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 very important because there are what I learned, you know, um, I'm real deep into the psychology and the inner workings of just us being what we are. So knowing that all of that is essentially connected, you know what I mean? Like there are there are things that are connected to the way that your body is and in being healthy or lack thereof that affects chemicals in your brain. Yeah. And that, that triggers all type of things. It could trigger a low self-esteem. It could trigger uh, a low serotonin rate. It could trigger blood pressure. Things will turn into other, you feel me, which which create energy problems. And now you're like, these are all things that are essential to day to day basis, waking up, having the energy or having the strength or just the mindset or just the routine of just doing some people don't fucking move. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and I, and I understand that because I reached a, a, a bottom, uh, very hard rock bottom when I was so depressed. I didn't fucking leave my dad's couch for like three weeks. I just laid there. I didn't do anything. 
I didn't fucking eat. I didn't. Do, and he came downstairs and he was like, "What is going on, man?" It's like, a big sign of depression. Man, it's yeah. a huge sign. Like, you have to. I, I was overweight. You know what I mean. And I hope none of them pictures ever surface. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But if if they do, they'll look at me like, "Well, holy shit!" We'll look at that transition. You yep. know what I mean. Like I yeah. literally, and I'll say this with 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 actual truth and 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 like acceptance. I hated myself back then. You know what I mean. And that was a very hard thing for me to realized back then i was like bro like i literally didn't i didn't believe in myself i didn't love myself i didn't even care you know what i mean i was like if i die i die oh well, nobody cares and what i learned was and which was a, the most important lesson for me was well if i don't give a fuck nobody's gonna give a fuck nobody's gonna come in here and sculpt my body for me nobody's gonna come in here and rewire my brain for me. Nobody's yeah. going to come in here and yeah. lift me up. Nobody's yeah. going to call me and drag me to nope. the gym or drag me to the studio or yeah. make me, you know, be presentable, groom myself, hygiene, eat well. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was literally all on me and what I had to do. I, it was like God had a way of saying, I'm going to strip you of everything that you have. Like your friends are going to disappear. Your love life's going to disappear. Your fucking career is going to disappear. The 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 money that you did have to indulge in leisure things that were that served as detriment to your fucking you know what I mean future well, I'm going to strip you of all of that so now it's just you and me yeah. and I feel like that was the most important lesson because then it was like okay so what do we have and now I have to build all of these things up and I feel like some people some people peg it as like the devil or negative energy when shit happens like no sometimes the universe is just trying to kick some of these pillars under this this table of bullshit that right. you're upholding. Like, yep. Let me get rid of this. Let me get rid of that. Let me cut this down. You don't know and, what you have till it's gone yeah. type, of, type, of, yeah. type of thing. And, yeah. then, and, then, and then when things are gone, you realize what was important to have in the first place. Because yep. sometimes you have too much shit. You know what I mean? Yep. That's, that's yeah. it. I, mean, I made more money in my old job than I'd ever made. I ever thought yeah. it was dream possible. Yeah. I was still broke or never been. Because I was buying shit to replace the happiness. I wasn't divulging from what from I was doing. Where you were at. Yes. And I was, I mean, I was, and, and, and honestly, the 09 housing crash was the great leveling for me. Because mm -hmm. I, I built it onto this house I thought I had to have. Ah. Then I lost my ass. Mm. So now I'm, I'm miserable. Yeah. And I'm broke. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I might as well be broke and happy. Mm -hmm. And that's when I went back into my job. And, and I, I literally had to file bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. I had to pay it. I had to pay. I mean, I and my ex-wife, she hated my guts. Mm -hmm. And all this shit, I was like, fuck, I'm going to go back. I had nothing left. I had mm -hmm. nothing left. Yeah. And I sold everything I owned so much on Craigslist and eBay that my kids thought they were next. I, everything wasn't bolted to the fucking floor. I sold it, mm -hmm. put it on the shelves, and then so I'm delivering pizza at night. I have two master's degrees. I refer my for business. We, money. we always end up being delivery guys. Because <laughs> Gava should be right by my shop. Mm -hmm. And so I get off at eight yeah. o'clock. I go deliver pizza till midnight. And it's always those middle row managers who don't want to do anything more. And they're afraid that you're going to challenge where they're at. It's those middle row managers who are, who are basically going to put somebody else down so they don't have to come term to term, face to face in terms with their yeah. own inadequacy mm -hmm. or their own level of self-satisfaction. Right. And then I finally have to say, I go, listen, I don't want your job. I'm going to make you look real good. I'm not going to bust on you. Just let me go do my shit. Right. And they go, I'm going to make you look like the best late night manager has ever existed and just leave, stay out of my way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about the long game and yeah. we were talking, yeah. you know, cause you had, you know, you've, you've had some managers or some people, you know, in, in your franchise and stuff like that, that, 
get rich quick. Oh, I'm going to be manager and now I get to do whatever I want. No, it, it's a grind. Like you said, you know, sometimes when you first started, you got to deliver pizzas until you can get your, get a profit, get, well, get it's, something it's, going. It's, honestly, it's a long it's, haul. It's an addiction to the process. Right. Process. I like to create. Mm-hmm. But, I like to be, I like, I like my hands dirty. And yes, yeah. I'm an addict. Yeah. I've always been an addict. Yeah. And so that's for me is I'm addicted to working. I'm mm-hmm. addicted to to creating new things. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Just how I am. And mm-hmm. Side hustles. It's, it's my side <laughs> that turn that turn into hustles. careers. They like. turn into a lot of companies. <laughs> yeah. Iron Heaven, yeah. HI, yeah. and a podcast. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's fun. And, and I told all her, successful. And, yeah. and my wife even brought up a point. She's like, she goes, hey, you know, it's okay to just do some things. I said, I know. I don't know how to do. I don't know how to. I don't know how to do something less than 110. Right. It's not yeah. in my nature. And that's a that's a beautiful thing, though. It, it is, and and it's and it's and my kids love them, mm-hmm. but you know, and, and they're they're understanding that they thought it was cool when they were younger, but now that they're playing sports, that when I'm going to be the I'm going to be the dad, yeah, I'm over the top. I'm 110. Yeah. Yeah. My eight year old's pitching a game last night, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm pacing back and forth behind the mound. Yeah, and, and I'm sitting there, and I, I I didn't I wasn't yelling at the ump. I was just saying, mm-hmm. like, I go. How small is the strike zone? It's eight. I mean, come on, kids yeah. laying mustard out there, yeah. and, and and they're all like, relax. But to your That's point, me, I'm 110. But you know what? That that right there is something that needs to be instilled in a lot of people because if you're gonna do something and you're gonna take the time to do something that you have or what you feel like is a passion, why yeah. the fuck not? Oh, yeah, just why a, wouldn't you give it your own? Well, you can see you can see the difference between somebody doing it for money, exactly, and doing it because it feeds their soul too. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you can get if you can make money. And, and feed your family and your soul yeah. at the same time, yeah. you're successful. Yeah. You know, and back to your kids, I think you make a good point. You know, they're eventually going to get there. They're going to get to the yeah. point where they have enough confidence. They have enough, you know, they're going to grow up and become men and women mm-hmm. and go into the world and, and do their thing. And they're going to I remember, you know, my dad is 110% uh, the, you yeah. know, these things. Yeah. Right now, you know, they're dealing with confidence. They're dealing with all these other things. Yeah. They've got all these, but but eventually it's going to it's work. Gonna it's it's, it's going to click eventually, just like it did, you know, yeah. to, you know. And I don't, and I don't preach to them. I mean, unless it's unless it's about faith and God, mm-hmm. that's the only time I do any preaching. I don't yeah. preach to them. Right, stuff. right, I, I right, kinda, right. I'm yeah. very, I'm actually surprisingly calm. But they're seeing you. You're preaching just, through your yes, work. Just actions. And because and, they're yeah. going to come to a point in yep. time where, where shit's going to hit the fan. Correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're in, they're in that age in society where yeah. they see a bunch of people who are influencers getting paid to do for basically doing nothing. It's crazy. Um, right. It's crazy. And, and, right. and that's, right. the big, that's the big goal. I spoke to Miller North Middle School last two years ago. Mm-hmm. And half the class, their their goal was to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. So with me, half the, half the kids <laughs> in the school right now, your goal is to be famous for doing jack shit. Damn. I'm like, it, so I, but I look at it as an opportunity. Okay. Your kids and my kids, because mm-hmm. we're instilling the right type of behavior in them. Yeah. That means they have half as much competition as you as I did. Mm. So I look at it from a positive standpoint. Right. You know, but at the yeah. same point in time, I'm trying to bring all the other kids that hang out at my house because yeah. there's an extra four or five kids in my house every day. Right. I'm trying to bring them all up yeah. and be like, no, no, like I, I want to see talent in all of them. We call exactly. them all of our adopted kids because yeah. we have a lot of kids hanging at our house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm in, I'm going into this to make money. I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's okay. So what's what's the angle? Where right. do you want to be? Where's, where's five or 10 years from now? Like, what do you want to, like, mm-hmm. well, I'm only 15. I'm only 18. I'm only 21. I well, said, you I, need it to, doesn't matter. You, you need think to, about that shit right there, There's no roadmap. Right. You don't yeah. know where you're going. You should randomly drive. Yeah. I mean, it sounds right. like fun, but you end up in a ditch. So you wind up in that ditch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just trying to find a roadmap for kids. And that's, you know, that's, and I love, like Chad brought up, how much you talk about with the mental health stuff. Because mm-hmm. I just think it's something that people like, it's not the end. Mm-hmm. You just, it's it's a different path you have yeah. to figure out. Yeah. And, and I think that, I think that what people think when they, when they hear mental health, they, and this is something I've never gone on a record saying, and I'm glad it clicked right here from this conversation, I feel like 
a lot of people they when they hear mental health they immediately think depression and they yeah. think schizophrenia right. but no mental health is yeah that's a part of it yeah. those those yeah. are those are mental illnesses or those sure. are things that we deal with within our mental health right it's just it's just having a healthy mindset right yeah. literally and that's and that's fucking important because whatever we choose to do or whatever we choose to to think about or how we maneuver all stemming from, you know, the first initial thought. Yeah. That has to be healthy. Yeah. Because whatever, whatever that outcome is going to be from that initial thought is going to be exactly what your intentions were when having that thought. Yeah. So if you have an evil intent or you have a bad intent, you have a negative intent, there's no way you can say, I'm going to put, I'm going to put broccoli and I'm going to put, fucking cauliflower and, and and sweet potatoes into this pot and I'm going to make burgers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you right. want to make a fucking veggie burger, but what I'm saying is <laughs> yeah. you 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 get yeah. you get out what you put you in. Get, exactly. So if we if we have a healthy mindset and yep. we go into something like I'm going to walk into this conversation with the mind like uh I'm right now my biggest thing being it is mental health month. And um one thing I had to sit down and to tell myself was what is something that you can do better with? I'm always like writing notes in my phone and sticky notes and saving quotes and shit yeah. like that. And my biggest thing right now is conflict resolution. Mm. One thing that I learned from, you know, just like random, like relationship quote pages, they, you know, there's like when you talk to your partner um, and there's a bigger, it's a bigger thing than this, but it's listen, not to respond, but to understand. Yeah. Right. And I say, well, okay, that's very important because I feel like a lot of people when they go into conflicts, they just want to be hurt. They just want to be hurt. Exactly. Yep, they want to be hurt. Yep. But the what is the end goal? Do right. you want to just be heard or do you want to come to a mutual understanding? Understanding, to fix, fix it. The, it yep. fix the issue. And grow from it. Exactly. Or, yeah, totally. So when so when I'm dealing with yep. bullshit, you know what I mean? Totally. One hundred percent. We all deal with fucking right. you know what I'm saying? Well, now that you're coming up, you're gonna have a lot of people coming at you. Oh my you know, and then and then the crazy thing about it is even even when I didn't, like even when if I if I if yeah. I had somebody talk to me about this when I was younger, yeah, because I feel like Especially us men. Yes. We're not taught to deal with emotion. Nope. We're taught that you can't be a wuss. You yeah. can't be a yep. don't yep. be a bitch. You yep. know, that's yep. like that's heavy on men. So we have to go cry in a car somewhere. We don't have a a a, a, a like a like a stigma like, or whatever right. you want to call it, like a social yep. thing or acceptance for us. Kind of, kind of a safe place yeah, to be man, emotional. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's be vulnerable about this. Exactly. Shit let's, let's about it Dude, vulnerability. And, and, that's and, the word. And unless 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 fix it. And I grew up that I grew up with my chest out and prideful, like, fuck that. I'm not gonna talk about it. I don't wanna talk about I don't my mindset going into things was fuck what everybody's talking about. Yeah. I don't have an uh I don't have an end goal to to deal with it. What I started doing, I started letting my guard down. Yeah. So if something bothers me with with, with something that I'm dealing with, or anybody, like a, you know, friend or family member, just let's just get it out. And let's and let's do right. it not with the intent to Cut down because you know what happens yeah. when we have conflict. Oh, yeah. It's right. a lot of it's cutting a lot down. Of, well, you of, point it, fingers. Yeah, it's a lot of fuck it's, you. It's, and you this, you this, said it third. exactly. It's yeah. pride. Yeah, pride, pride is huge. Pride yeah. leads to a lot of dumb. Yeah. And we're kind of taught from the beginning decisions. that men have to be prideful. Same. We got to, you know, but but there's a difference between weakness and vulnerability. There's a difference, there's a, and understanding that is right. huge. And I had a, I had a grand a grandfather that he was very calm, mm -hmm. very calm man, very soft spoken, mm -hmm. very intelligent. Mm -hmm. He's 87 years old. He's still a practicing physician. Mm -hmm. Never retired. Yeah. Still working. 
He's just that guy. It's almost like when he would say something, you just paid more attention. He was very calm, never mm-hmm. yelled at me one time. And I was an asshole. I was a terrible <laughs> child. And you learn a lot more by listening than mm-hmm. you ever do by talking. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you sit back and start to ask questions, I mean, and if you ask a question, just wanting to hear what, where they're coming from, right. you're going to learn a lot more. It totally. takes a lot less words to get yep. your point across. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's something I've really tried to do in business, especially because, yeah. because oh. I'm, you know, it's, and I tell, I teach all my staff the same thing. Like mm-hmm. when people come in, don't, I don't care what you want to sell. I don't care what you're wanting to do. Find mm-hmm. out what their what issues, they, right. what do they need? Right. Yeah. Right. How can we help them? Mm-hmm. Well, my kids, it's the same difference. And with having three sons and I have three sons mm-hmm. and it's, it is, it's, it's different. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, you know, I was taught a lot of times to, you know, I had a good stepfather, did a great job, mm-hmm. yes. whooping my yeah. ass growing up. And then my mom and Chad's mom pretty much whooped our ass mutually. Yeah. Um, man, so, I, yeah, man, man, going on, yeah. Mutual, uh, what do they call it, community ass woman. <laughs> yep. yep. And we were lucky enough to have that. And, mm-hmm. but everything, it, it, very, it, was, it was calm. It was, at the same point in time, like, I did a lot of dumb shit. I got a lot of fights because mm-hmm. I want to defend myself, defend mm-hmm. my family and, and, you know, uh, and my brothers, and it was just the way it was. And with my sons, it's and it, part of it's with faith. My faith, and trying to instill it to my kids at a different level than I grew up with was, you know, and I so as far as the high school kids a lot when I speak at high schools, universities, I go one, shit gets better. Mm-hmm. Whatever you think of the world's right. crashing down today, right? One, you won't even remember in five fucking years. Mm-hmm. I said because I'm seeing teen suicide, I'm seeing right. these things, these people are just straight up depressed. I told them, I said, in a day, this is all temporary. Mm-hmm. I believe in an afterlife. I of believe course. in my faith. I said, and, and it's, I said, I said, when, when you're a parent, and I always say this the same way, when you're a parent and you love that child unconditionally, that's yeah. how your creator cares about you. Yeah. And so this is temporary. This, this is just a phase. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the day, no matter what that asshole kid said at lunch, doesn't yep. matter what that yep. girl said to you yep. or whatever, yep. none of that means anything. Right. Yeah. I said, it's okay to be emotional about it and, and, but use that, use that anguish for power towards some, something creative out. Yep. So I made my kids either play an instrument Mm-hmm. If they play an instrument, it's it's non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. They have to learn to play one at least one because yeah. you don't know if you have a gift in that if you don't try. Exactly. You know, so but it's also a discipline thing too. It is a discipline thing. Mm-hmm. So they played instruments. They mm-hmm. they sing. That this is part of the thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I grew up doing that, yeah. and I said sports. You got to be physically yeah. active. When you're yeah. not doing sports. You're doing cardio at my house. Yeah. Yeah. I make them do it all summer yeah. long. Yeah. They all have to do cardio. Yeah. Man, they hate I love it. It's one of the um, best lessons you can teach your kids is discipline. Yeah. Discipline oh. and physical health. Yeah. And that doesn't mean spankings and stuff. That means that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like you, what you, you know, said. Creative health. Yeah. Cre- exactly. Creativity. Put it in a cre- something that's positive. Create something yeah. positive. You yeah. have to. Whether it be music. Whether you don't have to fall out. in love with it, but yeah. you'll find something along the way. And they all hate the cardio. <laughs> mm-hmm. So why? Everybody, yeah. I hate paying taxes, but <laughs> right. I still got to do it. Right. So right. it's the same yeah. thing with school. Like yeah. I docked my daughter Libby yesterday. She's failing math. She goes, well, I have this assignment and that test. I'm retaking it. I go, I go again. She's well. She doesn't like me. I go. Yeah. I bet your teacher woke up today and said, "No, Livy is going to fail today." I go. Get over your shit. Yeah. I, yep. said, I go. Even if you don't like your teacher, mm-hmm. you're going to have a boss someday you don't like. Exactly. You're going to have some a banker you don't like. You have to deal with for your business. Mm-hmm. You're going to have an underwriter that doesn't that maybe don't like, but you want to get that house or something. Yeah. Or you're going to be the boss and you're going to have an employee that, that you're don't. that you're going to have an issue yeah. with, and they're not going to show up for work, and you're going to have to go in there and do and, it. And there are employees that I probably don't care for, but they're completely mm-hmm. unaware because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's not my job. It's not. I don't have to mm-hmm. agree yeah. with you 100. percent yeah, right. to figure out we can create something beautiful together exactly and find common ground and so it's mm-hmm. it's i think being a parent 
the older your kids get, the more it prepares you for everything else. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it, oh, it's, yeah. And it just, and you look back to when you were a kid, we're like, shit, yeah. what did I need at that point in time? Yeah. And you try to be that for your kids too. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. So yeah. is BR physiques is taking, taking it out of you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, man. That's, that's why I love going to the gym because uh, for me, it became something that if, it feels we've all I feel like we've all anybody that's watching this or us in this room, we've all put a hole in the wall before. Yeah. yeah. We've got mad and we broke something. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Since a kid, we slammed <laughs> fucking Legos or scars on my out. hands. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So growing up, it's crazy because like that literally sticks with us and we have a means to snap into to in order in order to stimulate our Anger is destruction. Yeah, that's what a lot of people go towards. So, yep. like I said, conflict resolution—that's a, con- a conflict within ourselves—is anger. Yeah, because why? We're fucking conflicted. We have a yeah. problem. We have an issue with something or somebody. So, what are we gonna do? And I wanna—I wanna resolve it. You know what I mean? In the most positive, in the most, uh, in the most productive way possible. Which is why I went to the gym. Perfect. Sometimes when you wanna tear somebody's head off. Go go pick them forty five plates up. You know what I mean. <laughs> go in there and and, and actually do something good and healthy for yourself. And those endorphins. And by the time oh, you're done, that's a, yeah. Seth, Seth Rossi had my podcast on Pittsburgh last year, and he mm-hmm. said he calls it mindless dumb shit. Yeah, where you go do something that's physically active that you're you're either you know you're building yourself or you're chopping wood. And else he's chopping wood. Yeah. And he said, "What do you do?" I said, "Well, I either do the gym or I, I work on my house. I yep. built I'm a craftsman. Yeah. yeah. And why? Because it, it shuts my mind off. Yeah. Yep. And I'm doing something creative. I'm building somewhere. I'm building my body or I'm building a, mm-hmm. a new table. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And that's and and everyone else goes, "Why do that?" I go, "So I don't strangle one of you." Yeah. And it's like even by the time you're done with it and you tire yourself out you're like you know what i ain't even worried about that shit no more no i thought i thought about it a thousand times while i was in here and and i damn i figured out in my head and forgot about it i'm not worried about it it's it's amazing it's it's no different it's amazing what the gym can do it's that i I don't get in there enough but when i do it helps well it's even like that with my wife and i we've had that we we, you know obviously with a blended family and and we have six kids and three businesses and we're we're, we, we just found like you know at first we're busy. You know, mm-hmm. it's easy to just fight and say some nasty shit. And yep. so her and I came up with a deal. And this is for all you married couples out there. We have a deal. If we start to fight, we decide we're going to stop. We're going to have sex. <laughs> yep. And if it's still worth fighting after that, then it's worth it. Yeah. So my wife and I have not fought in three years. Yeah. Um, Good sex. It's conflict resolution at its best. But yes. there's a lot of ways to get yes. out around fighting and all yes. of a sudden realize that everything you were pissed off about really wasn't that big a deal. Because you forgot about it yeah. within a, you know, a, a 30 minute to an hour exchange. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and five that, minutes, 10 minutes doesn't matter. It's a know? great cardio workout too. Yeah. Instead of running around the block. Yeah, I feel like I do a lot more of the cardio than she does. But that's She's not here to speak. the wife, man. You kick an ass. <laughs> She's not here to defend herself. <laughs> she wouldn't disagree. Uh, so, as far as your, your career, like, where, where's your? What do you see in the next five years? What are your goals? Oh man, um, I'm I'm very I'm very excited, man, because um, stuff like this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, linking with people who are doing amazing things in the community and just around the world is something that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to have multiple outlets. Some people are happy with just doing one thing. And I'm pretty sure me and you have a common ground understanding that yeah. we're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's cool. But now I want to go do this because yeah, I like yeah. this. And now I'm going to delve into this. And 
probably a couple other things at the same time because yeah. I love it all. So fuck it, let's turn it all up. And with me, it's literally, uh, you know, helping people, man. Like I fell in love with fitness. Yeah. Um. Uh. Thanks to you know, uh, Chet Fortune. Yeah. Uh, much love, much love to bro. And um, he's he's recovering very well. He he. When I was homeless, he had just started Warrior Fitness, and he uh, he brought me to the gym to just hang out. Yeah. And you hang around a lot somewhere. Eventually, what they say, you hang around enough, you're gonna get a job here yep. or something like it. So it happened yeah. like that. So we started working out and stuff like that. And um. That's when I like found my passion and it just kept me out of just doing dumb, aimless shit. Cause I used to just yeah. walk around Bellevue and just catch cases because I was, I didn't have anything. I was yeah. mad at the world yeah. for my, for my mistakes. You know what I mean? Yeah. For, for how I responded to the world. You know that life is 90% of how you respond to it and 10% what happens to you. Like it was that, you know? So, um, what I've just, what I've, what I've grown to want to do with, uh, having success in my music and it opening other doors, especially with something as powerful as like mental health and fitness is, um, I want to, I want to build, I want to build places for people to, yeah. you know what I mean? To, to just, to just be better. I have like a, a brand that I'm getting ready to start. Um, I'm also in the process of writing a book. I have a, a, a mental health documentary that comes out with uh, Fox News, KNBC, which is uh, sometime within the next couple of weeks. That, nice. Um, I'm getting ready to partner up with the National Alliance Against Mental Illness, uh, NAMI, yeah. start doing some community work. Um, I, uh, I was asked by a, a veteran at one of my shows to come be a part of like their march. They have like a, oh, like wow. a mental health march that they do. Yeah. They want to put me in fatigues and all that and go out there and march with them. Yeah. And like, stuff like that man and you know having like having like you know well running companies and linking with guys like yourself you know what i mean guys yeah. you know what i'm saying like i just want to create good yeah. stuff like this and good content and good and good businesses or like safe havens for people to come that have similar stories yeah. or that need outlets that we didn't have. You yes. know what I mean? Right. Oh, 100%. If I would have had these podcasts when oh, I was man. 13, <laughs> 14, like I, yeah. I couldn't talk to my mom or my dad because maybe they didn't understand. And right. And I wasn't, you feel me? And I just had somebody just tell me these things like it would have helped a lot i think the awareness is getting out there i think the mm -hmm. the, the, the 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 mental health especially mm -hmm. for for young men yeah. the awareness is out there i mean we see terrible atrocities out there with yeah. shootings at, at oh, yeah. shopping malls and things like that oh, which yeah. is like obvi obviously connected to that it's connected yep. to mental sure health is. and yeah. it's connected to other things too yeah. and the internet has a has, has sped oh, up God. Yes, you exactly. know with social media and stuff like that but it's also sped up in another direction, in a positive way as well. So, I mean, yeah. there's outlets for you to yeah. have, but there's also bad yeah. things. So it's like, like you said, I think, it's 90% about how you respond. I, I think it's huge. I think yeah. the more public people talk about it yeah. and say, hey, yeah, I've, I've felt the same shit. The yeah. more acceptable it is for these yes. people. Yes, yes. Sitting in the closet. Icebreaker. It helps them get, reach out and do that thing. You know, and it's and that's that's what we that's my big thing here is just helping other people mm -hmm. start side else. I yeah. like the process. Yeah. I don't get anything out of it either. Like as far as like money, but we had like Brandon Kenny, Control Smith starting the Alliance Sports Training, North mm -hmm. Omaha. Oh yeah. And they're training because a lot of these kids, like, you know, they're just to teach them sports. They both play football yeah. in Nebraska. They need something to do. And, and so I mean, we're helping them and they're uh, mm -hmm. trying to figure out their first building and stuff and and, mm -hmm. and you know, just trying to help some of the kids and Around, all around Omaha, being North Omaha, just have, a, have an outlet to go do yeah. and be a male figure in their lives. And yep. it's been kind of awesome, you know? It's and another sense of discipline like, in a way. It yep. is. And it's just, learning a discipline, learning mm -hmm. something that and you finding have. Finding something to be, it, yep. I think every kid should have the chance to try to be great at something. I agree. Yeah. Oh, exactly. absolutely. To try and, to, and try to, try to attempt. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. And I feel like because, you know, um, in, our, in our society, you know what I mean? 
a lot of us don't have active fathers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Which is which is very unfortunate. But yep. then again, that opens the door. And which I personally feel like is our duty as men yep. that have the ability to go help these kids. Yeah. That's what we have to do. Like, why yeah. not? We have, village, every, yeah. we have every we have every ability to, you know, like sometimes you see like a, like, I don't know, any anybody from a, a firefighter to a, maybe a police officer. And you, like you notice like some of them just go the extra length to yeah. help a kid. Yeah. Like I took that kid under my wing. That's not in your fucking job description. Yeah. You know what I mean? That wasn't in your contract to do whatever right. you do. You felt the need and you felt like a, a, a spiritual calling to be like, I want to go be something and do something for these there, kids. There was a story I heard about a cop that like adopted like a, uh, I think there was a, uh, a, a, a homeless crack addict that had a child Mm. And he found this person, tried to get this person help, but then mm. adopted her baby. Mm. See what this, I mean? This is a story I heard, like, maybe maybe it happened a couple years ago. Mm. And he, like, was on the news. He was on CNN, Fox News, all this stuff. And mm. reading, uh, reading and learning about his story, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really opens your that's, eyes and, and goes, what more can I do? And, <laughs> like, I'm and, thinking to myself. And that's, and that's the kind of shit that makes a huge difference. Yes. Right. That's if, and thank God I had a few it's people gonna, in my life growing up when I was on my own and when I was homeless that said, you're better than this. Yes. You should know better than this. Yes. And then, right. And yes. didn't, didn't cut me excuses. Right. So get yourself up. Let's yep. go. Like, yeah. what do you yeah. mean? And, and it's, you know, yeah. I was sleeping in my car for, God, like six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. like, like, you know, and it, it, I'm, and that's what I'm trying to do. You know, we have these, and it, it's funny, like, we were in Hot Springs, Arkansas three weeks ago, opening a new store. Mm-hmm. And congrats, hell yeah. Because y'all going crazy. Yes. yes. Another so, one. Another one. This gym owner comes over. And comes to the shop and I'm introducing like we're the new staff, new owners, and he goes, "Yeah, my we, my wife and I watch your podcast." I said, "What? Really?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yeah, we watch podcasts all the time." I told mm-hmm. my wife, "I'm like, we're famous, you know, whatever." Mm-hmm. And yep. that was so cool. That's beautiful. A week later, this is last week, as I'm talking about my daughter and her grades, uh, one of her classmates, they're 13 years old, be like, "Well." I can't remember his kid's name, Johnny or whatever. He goes, "He watched your podcast, and you said in your podcast grades don't matter." Oh shit, I did say that. <laughs> but I told my wife, I go, there's 13, 14 year old kids listen to this. Mm-hmm. I mean, we she goes, you're literally the dream of trying to impact what I needed at that age is coming through to fruition. That to mm-hmm. me was the coolest thing I'd ever heard. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, and, and it's one of those that uh that's how we build legacy. Yes. And that's how we improve everything else around us. Is it's our responsibility to lift our neighborhoods up, lift yes. our city up. Yes. This is why I'm so focused on where I live here, like I want to help everybody coast to coast, coast to cool. south. There's so many, like we used to go down to Siena Francis house down here. People don't realize if you, if you live in Omaha and you haven't been down to Siena Francis house, you need to go down there. Yeah. Go down there yep. and see how many people who don't even make it in the door. Yeah. Yes. You know, I understand like, yes, I've built houses in Puerto Penasco. I've done all that stuff. And I understand that our poor compared to like Mexico's poor is different, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean there aren't people here homeless who are still poor as shit. Right. They need help. And they struggling. need help. Yeah. Everybody needs a helping hand. Yeah. And, and yes. we used to go down there and hand out cheeseburgers mm-hmm. with my buddy Vito. Mm-hmm. And just cause guys who couldn't even get in because they were already had drugs yeah. or alcohol problems. Yeah. Well, they need more help. Mm-hmm. And so we just hand out cheeseburgers and say, Jesus loves you. And that was, it was yeah. it. And we just do. And it. I mean, you know, if, if, if a handful mm-hmm. of those folks mm-hmm. that you can, that you see, or you meet uh homeless mental, mental health and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If, 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 if a handful of those folks can come out on the other end, a better side and see, okay, let mm-hmm. me work hard. Let me change my life. Let me get this stuff down. Then that, that is the mission that you, you're not yeah. going to fix everybody. No, no. Yeah. One kind yeah. word, one kind action. 
it can all, change it can, shit. all it, can it change, takes and it doesn't change. cost you shit yep. to say nice crap to people be helpful open the door for yep. whoever take their shopping cart back pick yep. the, pick up the trash in the parking lot yep. and lay in the store for no reason and yep. maybe somebody in the car sees that yep. and just says and that spurs a thing in their head to pay it for yep. do it them themselves it doesn't take it doesn't cost anything to be a decent mm-hmm. human being you ever you ever be in you, you, you know like you're in traffic and you might see somebody panhandling and um 15 cars go by and me personally i keep i keep like at least like 50 to like 100 ones in my middle console just like just from spinning and i just you know like i just keep the ones right so like i just like here's a dollar you know what i mean there's been times when i've given a dollar and then like the chain reaction i know you, so you, you get know something I mean? you, you get you, something you, back like i'm pretty like yeah. a lot, i'm pretty sure a lot of people have done that I've seen, I've seen it when i'm on the opposite side of the street i'm yeah. like okay five cars just went and then one car you see somebody stick their hand out he walks over there and then the cars behind him start to follow you know what i mean literally it's almost uh i forget what they call it it's like a it's a chemical in our, in our brain or something like that but they call it it's where they kind of got the i think the monkey see monkey do type of uh oh totally i know what you're saying I, yeah I yeah it. but it's like we 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 see these we we see certain things right and it and it sparks us to you know to to, to be like totally. it totally sort of like when I mean? you so, when i yawn everybody else yawns yeah it has yes, that that's, sort that's, same that's sort exactly of effect what it, is. Yes. it doesn't happen everywhere yes. but yes it does happen there, there was this big story about how people were at uh, i forget which restaurant it was but it was a drive through and everybody paid for everybody behind them oh yeah and they did this consecutively also, yeah it does but it, but this one happened it, i i think they it, broke the guinness book of world records yeah. or something <laughs> something but it's so different like so we're in this office building and there's there's dentists there's lawyers there's doctors all down this building Yep. And it, I mean, I'm not saying anything bad in this building, but a few of you know my thoughts. Yeah. Well, there's an entryway called vestibule in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And they have an extra trash can because people use paper towels to mm-hmm. hold the doors, whatever. Yep. And every day I go in this bathroom twice a day and I'll pick up five or six paper towels that are just laying on the floor. Mm-hmm. And people have seen me do it. And finally, the guy over here, he's, he's an attorney. I was like, why are you always picking that up? I go, I go, I'm sorry. I was raised in a house that my mom told me to pick up after my damn self. I said, and I go, I think we're all of us sitting up here with all these degrees and all these businesses can probably do a little bit better to teach our kids to pick after themselves too. Yeah. So I went back out there today. He's out there picking up yeah. paper towels. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Now tell everyone in the hallway do the same yeah. thing. Just yeah. it ain't the maintenance guy. He ain't here to clean up after your ass. You know what yeah. I, you know yeah. what I, like I, you know, I, I, I know some people and um, like one thing that uh bothers me is it's weird. It's, it's a thing like how I've, and it's, and it's weird. It's just a thing. It's, you know, it's a thing. It's just a thing. Is seeing how people treat hotel rooms. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. And I was like, if if you do this in a fucking hotel room, like what is what, what, what is, is your house like? Yeah. <laughs> like you feel me? Like you can't like like there's no way that you are completely comfortable with having sneaker bar wrappers, Gatorade bottles, chips laying yep. all over the fucking floor. Yep. We're just kicking it. You know what I mean? <coughs> and I've I've seen a you know, I've seen a few people and I just like that's kinda We always clean our shit up. We yeah, always do. Everything's yeah, in the trash cans. Yeah. And then I always leave an extra ten spot. Yeah, and I and, and I, the I clean understand. staff because I mean and somebody else goes, Well, it's already built in the price. I said, Listen, yeah, that, that has, that has that, nothing to that, do that, with that lady's working a double shift, probably here yeah. out of the diner trying to put food on there. I, I don't know what her story is, yeah. but I know that I have an extra ten bucks. They're cleaning up after me, which I can't stand me cleaning up after me. It's just how I am. Right. I'll leave an extra 10 block. Like, yeah. What's wrong? What, that's just, little, that's it. Little you know? things like that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just little, little shit like that makes uh, people who leave the grocery store. And like, listen, if you're a single mom and you got a little baby, 
and you had to put the baby in the car yeah. and you can't get the car all the way back. Cool. Understand. I get it. Totally get it. Other than that, there ain't no damn reason. Why this cart is flying through the damn parking lot and hitting my damn car? Right, so, 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 if you go to the gym around 5 a.m. in Ironhead and you'll see everybody else knows all my members watching this and you will see me spend my first 20 minutes because I can't. I'm an OCD mm-hmm. putting shit away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have, like, if you've seen the walls where all the, the, the equipment gets attached right. to, it's mm-hmm. all outlined. It's outlined. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Clean yeah. I love that. I yeah. clean everything. And everybody else, what do I go? And all of a sudden, what you'll see is about 10 other people all of a sudden stop what they're doing and start putting shit back where it's supposed mm-hmm. to be. Yep, little things. Just yeah. that. And yep. it's like, listen, yeah. if I can do it, everyone else can do it too. Yeah. And that's just me. It's, and that's the thing is you don't even have to preach. You just do it. And then just do it. It, I don't, I don't, I don't bitch to anybody. I just yeah, do it. Yeah. Know? It's a reminder for people to go, okay. Little maybe. things, <laughs> little things yeah. build up the big things. Big if, you things. Can't, if you can't do the little things correctly, yep. you can't do the big things correctly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. You know, and it's, it's it's all things like that. You just mm-hmm. got to pay attention to details. A huge thing is the process. And mm-hmm. it's, you don't fall in love with the process and skip five steps of the process. Right. It just agree. doesn't happen. Right. So, I agree. What's the best way for everyone to get a hold of you and follow you on your social medias? Like, what's the, yeah, what's the contact? Um, uh, Instagram at The Real King ISO, uh, Twitter at The Real King ISO, um, Facebook, uh, King ISO, um, K I N G space I S O, or, you know, on the, um, Instagrams and, uh, and Instagram and Twitter, all one word, T-H-E-R-E-A-L-K-I-N-G-I-S-O, The Real King ISO. Um, that's pretty, that's, that's where I'm at predominantly. Um, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of things that are coming out, you know what I mean? Um, YouTube channel, King ISO as well. Um, or you can follow the Strange Music channel when I have videos on there as well. Um, iTunes, Spotify, everything, pretty much the same thing. Um, we got a lot of dope stuff coming out and, um, I can't wait to, uh, really really uh continue to like really uh push you know awareness from 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 what i've been through and yeah um i love i love the fact that we we linked up you know what i mean yeah. and we're doing what we're doing um because like we were talking like you know it, it goes hand in hand yes you know what i mean and there are a lot of people that have watched the work that i've done you know what i mean yeah. since since i've been around you guys you totally. know what i mean um and they're like you guys inspired me to get into the gym and change my life also um six months sober or, uh, you know they Amazing. people have wrote me paragraph after paragraph or put the meth down I put the alcohol down it's amazing put the heroin down and I'm in the gym and I got my family by you just home. doing people are exactly chain reaction that's the one thing my wife's like you're, you're very genuine mm-hmm. I mean I'm, and you, you just you are you're Likewise. very genuine and you're very uh my wife has this thing about respect, the way people are respectful towards people. Mm-hmm. And that's my wife's very old school like that. And she's like, you're very respectful. And mm-hmm. we see the way you are with your fans too. And mm-hmm. it's, it's fantastic. And it speaks volumes to your character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cause, Cause nobody has the, nobody has the, you know, uh, come spend, you know, $25 to get into a King ISO show or, you know, spend $30 on a shirt or $70 on a hoodie. Like it's, it's amazing to me when I see people support. So like you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you had you had this idea. Like, I'm gonna start this. I'm gonna start Rexius. You know what I mean? And people, that shit is everywhere. Yeah, that shit is the for me. Like I love seeing people get supported because it just means that people have it in them to do that. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? That's, so it's it's such a it's such a uh, a, a feeling, fulfilling feeling. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah, yeah, like, it is, yeah, like it's like damn. Like because I remember I'd seen. I don't know. I don't know if, I, if it was like one or two locations when I first like uh, when I first came in contact with you. But I didn't see it like how I see it now. Yeah, and I was like, yo, this is dope. This is dope as fuck. I remember like it was like Exarbin and somewhere else. And I remember um, I just got a membership at Iron Heaven, uh, the one that's like kind of like out in Papillion. Yeah. And from a couple years back to now, 
I can't go anywhere without seeing Rexy yeah, or something it's, somewhere. It's, it's kind of I can't like it's it's everywhere. Well, that's everywhere. You know, my thing is with that is it. You know, I it's all about my staff. It's my people. It's mm -hmm. my franchisees. Yeah. They're good people, and they represent the brand well and yeah. good. And, yeah. and it's and it's not. But it, but it really does come down to you and the family and well, the name. It, well, it does. You know, it's yeah. the same thing with the ISO soldiers. I mean, yeah. these guys are yeah. tattooing on yeah. the. You know, he's got oh, fans yeah. that tattooed. You know, you're you're that'll be the next thing for you is people getting R's on there. Well, <laughs> apparently, that's already been brought up. <laughs> no, and, but yeah. and for me, it's you know, somebody decides to franchise Rexy, so we hot springs. It's they're, they're putting their family. You know, they're future on the line mm -hmm. i take that personally responsible yeah. that's that's it's a huge thing if and people I mean, didn't respect an, you they wouldn't be wearing it's, your it's, hat it's it's an honor it's, exactly. it's an honor thing i'm yeah, so exactly. honored that they would put me in that position yeah yeah and, and like so you, you change you changed my life or you helped you know yeah. and, and the thing with the thing with fitness and, and nutrition that is a very important thing with everybody and it okay. changes everybody's lives well look, just look at this coronavirus health yeah, health yeah, health it's, yeah. it's funny it's yeah. it's, it's, it's my my fight against the man as all the chats got to hear the last couple of weeks oh no it's important like, listen i want to i want to be healthy exactly. i want to take my own health in my own hands my yep. own my own mental health in my own hands yep. i want to i want to be in charge i want yep. i want to be better yeah mm -hmm. and i don't want I, I don't believe in a, i mean yes yeah, some things are reactionary medicine mm -hmm. But there's a lot of proactivity that can prevent a lot of that reactionary necessity. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I'm at. And yeah, Wells Fargo is trying to shut down my stores. So yeah, they're shutting down my credit card processing. Because they consider uh, fat burners and detoxes and protein powders to be steroids now. But big banks are owned by Big Pharma. 80% of their shares. Dude, actually. and they're the biggest this drug is, cartel in the world. This is the second time this has happened in my industry. So that's now crazy. I had to go change all 20, 30 locations software. And it's going to cost me thousands of dollars. And, but I'm not going to. They're pass. considered steroids. Wait yep. a minute. Yep. What? This isn't reality in business. And this is something I had to fight a lot. And, you know, and it's so I'm I'm doing the dance and I'm getting the new hardware, the new software, the new credit card product. This is the second time it's happened to me in 11 years. And and the guy on the phone, because I don't understand why we're doing this. I said, oh, you must be new. Let me explain something. 80% of big bank stock is owned by Big Pharma. I said, they don't like my industry because people aren't on right. prescription drugs and in the hospital right. for obesity if they're losing weight in my shop. Exactly. I, said, I understand how the system it's is. It's sick. Facts. I said, it's big sick. sickness is a multi-trillion dollar business. Exactly. Nonprofit hospitals gained $71 trillion in value last yeah, year. Yeah, they don't care about preventative health. They, they, they do they not care. preventative health. They want reactionary medicine. <laughs> it's crazy. Exactly. That's, that's indentured service that's right. days if you're sick. That's right. You that's have right. constant customers. Yep. And so I'm fighting the system as much as I want to. So yeah. It's a legal Let, drug cartel. And, and the business-wise, they don't want small business owners right. because we think independently. And we do. And, and so what happened was we finally get to a size three years ago. And chat shot the video for me. We're actually lowered our franchise fees for newer franchisees by 40%. Most mm -hmm. people get to my size and they raise their price. I lowered it because mm -hmm. I like hustlers. Yeah. I want somebody. I want that kid who has a dream mm -hmm. to be able to own his own business. Yeah. And so for less than what it costs for a new truck, you can start a Rexius. And it, you can start six Rexiuses for the cost of one GNC. And I do that purposely because I like hustlers. That was me. Yeah. And that's and so I'm, I'm going to do shit differently. And I get that all the time. All these entrepreneurship organizations are like, you just don't go to our drum. No, I don't. I'm going to go my direction and y'all can like take lessons and we can all come cooperative with ideas. But yeah. I'm not going to do the norm. I'm going to do what I feel is right. Of course. Over anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm not interested in getting rich quick. Mm -hmm. I'm not. And if I end up getting Chad knows this, my, my wife and I's number one goal is to get enough money someday. That we can either buy our church a building, 
or we heard, we heard this about this church in Florida do this, and this this impacted this show. I ran on Twitter. Not Twitter guy at all. It was the one time I went on Twitter. Right, I, actually right. saw the I hate Twitter. <laughs> Same. So everything's so damn evil. People are just so damn mean. But, yeah. So this church was going to build a building down in Florida, and and they just they prayed about it as a church, and they decided instead they went to the hospital, found the hundred largest, most past due bills, paid them all off. Mm. And then went door to door telling the people their medical bills were paid off. Now, that, oh, if, if that ain't kingdom that's... building and impacting people that's dope more than having your own building, then yeah. I don't know what is. And that's what I want to do. Yeah, have. I heard that. And I go, listen, my wife bought me this watch. I had this hat for two years. This is all like, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't, material shit doesn't impress me. Mm-hmm. I want, that's the kind of crap I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I know what my goals are. Mm-hmm. And and it seems unfathomable at this point in time, but 11 years ago, they said my one shop wouldn't make it six months and we just opened our 30th. So let's get it. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, and it, to your point, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a private jet. There's nothing wrong no. with having the nice things. But if it if it if it becomes something where it becomes a detriment and you're not making other uh, others lives better, whether it's your family, your friends, mm-hmm. your neighbors, uh, your well, church, your organization, so. your people. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it becomes one of those things where it's like an accessory, you mm-hmm. know, like like. Like uh, I hate to say it, but like the Kardashians, they have a baby and it becomes an accessory to them. I'm like, well, you are just, you going to raise those children? You, you, you and I have discussed this. Yeah, Jeff Bezos probably has enough money. He could probably fix homelessness. And I can't bitch. I don't know him. I don't know what he's gone through. I don't know what his situation is. So right. here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get to a level, probably not that level, but I'm going to get to a high ass level. And then I'm going to do it by fucking example. Mm-hmm. And then people will start to always follow that. You know, yeah. then that's the whole point. Yeah, time. That's I, the goal. I, think, I believe Time Magazine or one of these. Uh, one of these uh, outlets, uh, they put out like a thing from some type of like census or like a add up thing. They say we're just all of the billionaires in America, not even including like the millionaires, the trillionaires, or anything like that. Just the billionaires, period. That they could uh, they could have fixed world hunger seven times. Oh, that's easy. Just in America. Oh, it's, it's and that's a, that's a fucked up fact. And, and, you know what I mean? And, and, like, and it's, for me, it, for me it it's, it's all about yeah. perspective. Yeah. And in it, 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 understanding that life is fragile. Mm-hmm. You brought up Chet, and I was going to bring this up. So, I, I love Chet, yeah. and, and Chet, Chet messaged me, and we were read some prayer stuff back yeah. and forth. And so he sent me and Nick a message. Which was last week. I was exhausted. I've been on the road for two, three weeks, opening mm-hmm. shops, get back, and I'm just wiped. Chet sends me a video of him going up and down the stairs, the five pound dumbbell, yes. doing some yes. calves and stuff. Yes, and I'm like, I and I was just jacked up. So I'm like, oh man, God is good. This is so awesome. And in our prayers, life is fragile. Mm-hmm. What your problem you think is today isn't a real problem. Mm. I mean, the dude could have been paralyzed. Exactly. And he is fighting back. Yeah. Getting his mobility kicking back. Ass. Kicking ass at mm. it. You know, obviously, financially, that's going to kick the family square in the teeth. We've mm. done a GoFundMe and all that stuff. But, like, your problem is only relative to what your existence is. Understand that, you know, your your worst day is somebody else's best day. It's all about Man. perspective. That's yeah. crazy. Just, and if you get yep. that in the right mind, like... It's like, oh, I, I, I have somebody else bitching today. I had to pay too much in taxes, and my property tax went up. And they go, but some kid down the street has cancer. Yeah. Shut, shut up. Yeah, your problem is relative to your existence. So understand that it's all about perspective. Yeah, if you woke up today and you're breathing, and you got a chance to make an impact on the world. Yeah. you are blessed. Yeah, you're doing so, better than a lot of people. Yeah, they, yeah, it's just sick and tired of hearing people that always have something to complain about. It's a government. It's this problem. It's that, that problem. That's, like that's social media. Point. Like yeah. that is that's why. I that's why the chat. Chat knows the chat. And I talk about this. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't. The only thing I use social media for. That's business I, and I, re- I recently just did that. I I, I uh, deactivated my personal one just from it's I, I tell my friends all the time and, and, and anybody that's like associated with me, bro, like like people that follow or they may, you know, they might be fans or not. I say you are what you uh you 
you you like you are what you consume. You know what I mean? Right. And yo, you don't just yo. consume from eating. Like if I wake it's up true. and I'm reading bullshit all day, every yeah. day. Oh fuck this, fuck that. Yeah. I hate this. Like, like inadvertently, bro, that's gonna become my energy because energy is not created nor destroyed, it's just transferred. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're transferring this energy over these apps. And whatever we choose to subscribe to or we ever choose to, you know, direct our attention to, whether it be the type of movies, the type of books, the type of shit that we are mentally invested in, it becomes us. Social media is scientifically addictive. Yeah. Yeah, it is made. The social dilemma. Social dilemma. That shit. They don't even let their own kids. Now I'm having notifications yeah. on my phone. I haven't had the sound turned on on my phone other than my wife. My wife's got a special setting though and making a sound, but it hasn't yeah. been on in three and a half years. Yeah. I can't. I have a thousand text messages on Monday, by five. Yeah. And, that's, <laughs> yeah. and it, it'll, it'll distract you. So, like, you, but you are. You are what you consume yourself with. So I listen to nothing but podcasts. Yep. I mean, I listen to music, things mm-hmm. I do, but I don't watch the news mm-hmm. ever. And so if somebody else is talking about the election, I go, oh, yeah, I voted, mm-hmm. but I, I but I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. The city stuff, like, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Because I don't watch the Propaganda is a, is, is, a, is a real and very, very, uh, <laughs> you know, effective yeah. thing. Yeah. And they, they have, the media outlets have ways of twisting and turning things, you know, to fit whatever rhetoric or, uh, sure. narrative, or yeah. narrative that they exactly yeah. want yeah. people to go with. And, it, yeah. and it's crazy how many yeah. people could literally be arguing well, and making the same It's point. constantly for sale. Yeah. Every, everything really, is for sale. Way, we it, all it, want the same thing. Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? Yeah, like, and it's and it's it's amazing. I've I've saw I chat saw that we had talked about this before, but like my mom and my aunt, I mean they're on separate sides of the family. Yeah, they haven't spoken since the presidential election. Like they could, and I'm getting messages from both of them. One's shutting off this, one's blocking that. I go, y'all have known each other for 43 years, right? What in the absolute fuck? Right? Yeah, Over and you're, you're gonna let about a bunch of yeah, this about is, this yeah. a give bunch a of break. people you think really give a shit about yeah. you? No, they yeah. don't. I want those tomorrow. buildings just burn down, and yeah. we have to figure out this shit amongst ourselves. Yeah, oh, and it's, and that's, what? And that's yeah, and I just and I, and I, <laughs> I literally just quit. I just don't anything that's negativity. I can block it out. I don't mm-hmm. want nothing to do with it. Yeah, same here. And it's, I, it's, I, it's teaching my kids how to deal with the same shit. I'm like, listen, if you're on social media and the ones that are in high school are, I said you got to get used to this part of society. Yeah. I say, here's the thing: block and unfollow. Mm-hmm. Powerful tool. You don't need. I mean, the problem with social media telling everybody their opinion counted. Yeah. And everyone else <laughs> needed to hear it. So now yeah. you know what? The stronger man is one who can just keep his mouth shut yeah. and let his actions speak for him. Exactly. Yeah. I said, yeah. argue with somebody on social media that is a keyboard warrior, you're going to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Any good. Yeah. <clears throat> I said, use it for positivity and good, otherwise yeah. I'm going to yank it. And yeah. just, no, that's my, that's my yeah. reason. Like, what do I look like exchanging that, in, that energy with you and then also letting that energy be something that I choose to hold? Yeah. This yeah. wasn't my initial and, intent. And, and there's so many people that. You're right. I've, I've fallen oh, for it love. in the past. Oh in, in the oh, past, I've fallen for it. And, you know, and I used to get heated. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's I'm I'm over that now. But yeah. it's like my whole day I think about it. I, I'm, yeah. I'll never meet in life. I'll think about it, and I'm like, they could use <laughs> that against me. Some dude you went to high school with that you ain't seen in or, 17 or, years, you know, or some dude in Russia somewhere, man. And <laughs> yeah. It just so happens to uh, get caught up in the algorithm, and now we're both on this CNN post thing. Yeah, it's, like, it's crazy. And then that's the thing is like my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, fuck you. You know, it's weird. Like, what am I doing? Like, I, I've had those conversations with myself. Like, what am I doing? Just delete the thread. Keep it moving. Like, we don't have to. We don't have to. Like, if somebody, I feel like if we could literally see it and it had like big bold print on it, a lot of us would. You know, and that's how I look at it. Like, you could walk into yep. a room and somebody got this big ass ball that says negative, just draining, yep. evil, just fucked up, irrational energy, and they, they would throw toss a ball at you. Like, yep. would you read it and then catch it? No. Nah. 
No. You'd be like, oh, hold on. Get away from me. It. And that's how I treat it. That's why yeah. I'm only using it for business. That's a really I, good I, business analogy. And, business yeah. and memes. That's mm-hmm. it. Memes crack me I had, up. I had a fucked up day, so I'm going to take it out on. Catch this. You know, exactly. Would you, would you catch the I'm saying. Do yeah, the matrix. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's just I'm it. it. And I'll use it for business. I'll use it for positivity. And that is it. Anything negative, I don't touch it. Yeah. With a 50-foot pole, I just can't. And it's... I heard that. There's our snippet. No, no, no. Thank you so much for coming on, man. I, I we, like, like, honestly, we've been talking. We're gonna have you back. We're gonna have you yeah, back. We've been I'm talking about having you on here for like over a year. Yeah, so like, we're super it. jacked at you. Let's be back on again, man. Yeah. Let's and, go. Uh, everybody, check out his music. It's fantastic. Yes, and everybody, you know, make make sure you follow Rexius. You know what I mean? Follow, follow, follow my guys, man, and definitely tap into Iron Heavy, man. I'm gonna be doing a lot of work with. With, with with these guys, man, and um, I can't wait for you all to see what uh what, what we got coming. And uh, it's a it's a really good thing, and it's it's gonna be dope, positive things, inspirational things. It's a dope journey. I'm glad that our our our, our paths crossed, and um, uh, we get to work together. You know what I mean? It's an absolute yeah. honor. Appreciate you. Yeah. Appreciate you.